gritty culture and class in America. Live from Long Island's Gold Coast, this is the Melissa Itell Duran Show on Breaking It Down Radio with co-host Frank McKay. I'd like to welcome everyone to the Melissa Itell Duran Show live from the Ukraine. Not exactly live, but we are in the Ukraine. I am, at least. Melissa's, <laughs> Melissa's on Long Island and holding down the fort there. I'm in the Ukraine, and don't even ask me to pronounce the town I am near. I am in, I should say, and uh, I'm right literally on the border, Melissa. Um, it is uh, uh, the Polish border and the Ukrainian border. I've been on the, the, uh, uh, the Romanian border and the... Uh, the Moldovian border and, uh, and, you know, and a lot of time spent in Ukraine. How are you, Melissa? I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, you know, I've been, you know, very nervous watching the developments out there and, of course, thinking about you and your safety, as are many of uh, your friends and, and, of course, your family uh, and, and, and your fans. And it's good to hear you. Your voice sounds very strong and um, just happy that you're safe and sound. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, how's everything going there? Because I haven't paid any attention whatsoever to our our country or the the Western media. What are you hearing? And then I'll call it, kind of tell you what I'm finding out and what's true and what's not true. Uh, well, of course, um, if you go on social media, you'll see there are differences of opinion. There are a lot of people who are, you know, who want a um, a no-fly zone, who feel that, uh, you know, that, um, you know, it's now or nothing, and sometimes they have to risk. Uh, I don't know if they're considering the new, you know, the nuclear possibilities because, you know, let's face it. Um, if, if it comes down to Russia versus the U.S., you've got a guy who's got nine, I don't know how many thousands of nuclear weapons and some weapons, tactical weapons, tactical nukes, which we don't have. And I don't know if it's worth risking something like that. And the, the administration has been, uh, you know, um, treading very carefully and saying they can't do that. And, and um, even though uh, despite what, what the Polish government wants to do in, in that regard. And, of course, Zelensky, have you have you seen any any broadcasts of Zelensky on, on live time uh, the, the last two days I've been without any uh, uh, television service anywhere like uh-huh. I, I stayed yeah. in a, a place last night on the board on the Polish side and mm-hmm. um, and, and there was no TV there and um, huh. it, was, it was like a little cot I, I thought I joined a cult yeah. you know it was a little uh, really <laughs> a little well, that could be peaceful. What about cell service? Do they have, do they have broadband? Uh, can, can you can you get any reception on your cell phone? Yeah, well, I I have right here. I do, you know. And but yeah. if I go up, if I go up another twenty feet, I may not. And the thing is, I I have much better reception in Poland um, mm-hmm. than I do in the Ukraine for whatever reason. And um, and I wanted to do your show. I wanted to do this show from the Ukraine while while I'm here. And I figured it's mm-hmm. just and it's a little static, more staticky here. But I figured it's worth it um, to to actually be authentic and be in the Ukraine. And it's a very rural part of the you know, you, Ukraine. But there, you know, there's some cars going going by, and there's um, every once in a while there's a car going on. Uh, there's a there's a little delicatessen. Um, which is, uh, you know, delicatessen. It's kind of a supermarket. It's it's barren. Uh, and if you go down the block, 
just down the block to, to Poland, and you don't even have to cross the border to get there. You just kind of go in and out um, just because of how, how the neighborhood is structured. Um, uh, there's, it's fully packed. It's a delicatessen fully packed. For some reason, this one is, is uh, kind of bare shelved. Uh, I just went in there and I got some candy or something, you know, um, just, uh, whatever I can get, and this this juice that I've been drinking. But um, yeah, they have hardly anything. But the right down the block, um, you know, a couple kilometers down the block is Poland, and uh, well, it's, Poland's closer, but a Poland um, deli, basically the same thing, and it's it's packed with stuff. Um, you, you know, one one I don't know if this is creepy or. This freaked me out, and I, I don't know, I, call me uh, uh, Chilly Willy or uh, whatever, but I was, uh, boy, this really got me uh, sh- shaken up. I, um, mm-hmm. The other day, I, I went into this remote area. Uh, my wife booked me uh, a bed and breakfast, and it's really in the remote part of, of Poland, right on the Ukrainian border. In fact, uh, several houses, the guy, Peter, that I ultimately... Uh, uh, you know, ran into there. He was running a big beard, young guy, but and he's got this young family, um, and nice people, clean people, uh, you know, intelligent people. Uh, but he was explaining to me, and he's showing me the block, and he's saying that house, that house, that house, that house, there. That's all Ukraine. This house, mm-hmm. this house, this is all Poland. And there was no mm-hmm. reception for the longest time. It took me forever to get there. And then when I got there, he had no reservation. It was a screw up day. So I started, yeah, I started driving. Well, it, it, mm-hmm. it kind of gave me an adventure because it, it was an adventure. The whole thing is a long story, but getting there. But yeah. So I started driving, and I started. Wait, where did you get the car? There's a there's a Hertz rent a car in that. <laughs> yeah, actually, I, you know, I shouldn't say the name of the company, but uh, let's just say yes. It's not here, but it's uh, mm-hmm. uh it's in Poland. And oh, I got to return okay. there. I think tomorrow I got to return or, or renew. But um, I, I, yeah, I got chewed out too. That was a whole long story by another guy because you're not supposed to take it into the Ukraine, so you can't take them over the border crossing. But what I what I realized, and and this is part of the story as well. But what I realized, this is sort of like, um, you, you know, Nassau and Queens. Let's say mm-hmm. you know you're in uh-huh. Nassau County, so we could be driving. And you could just mm-hmm. accidentally cross into Queens, and there's no sign right. that says "Welcome right. to Queens." It could be, you know, some of the back roads, and and you can say, "Hey, you know, I, I realize I'm in Queens now, but whatever." So it's like that here, and I mm-hmm. got so exhausted at one point, I and I was driving so long in the in, in the Ukraine, and what I do is I uh, I'm I'm looking for illuminations, right, to see if there's bombings mm-hmm. or or something like that, and so far mm-hmm. I've had nothing. And I'll roll down the window and I'll stop every once in a while and I'll listen. And you know, mm-hmm. one time I heard a siren and then these, these uh, 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 people waving at me and uh, flicking their lights to tell me to go the other way. But it turned out uh, they said it was rumors. I guess rumors mm-hmm. of something happening. And they, but here, here's the creepy part. Here's the, the part that I thought uh-huh. Twilight Zone like. I, I pulled over and I was just exhausted. And I was texting and I was trying to get... Uh, reception mm-hmm. and try to do whatever and I just fell asleep and yeah. when I woke up somebody slapped uh-huh. my the hood of my car and I looked forward and you know like an open hand slap on it and I look in front of me and there's about eight what I think are Russian soldiers 
and my oh heart dropped. And oh call no. me coward, right? But I heart dropped, and I said, my God, I'm thinking, what do I say? And I looked in the rearview mirror, and there's another 20 coming. And mm -hmm. all I'm thinking is, you know, the Russians are, are going to hassle me. They're going to give me a hard time. Mm -hmm. Now, on my dashboard is a press pass, uh, looking all mm -hmm. official in case you know anybody sees mm -hmm. it, and around my neck, and I got one of those vests, uh, black vests yeah. that has press mm -hmm. and and then mm -hmm. finally, uh, the, the, the group from behind came up and I realized it was, they were uh, Ukrainians. But he said, uh, mm -hmm. he said, what are you doing here? And I said, um, I, I said, I'm a jerk. He said, I know, but what are you doing right here? Why are you here at this, at this moment? What are you looking for? And I said, uh, I said, nothing. I was just driving. And he said, do us a favor. Where we're going, don't go. And the, the, well, the first guy didn't know English, so he called another guy who had English and he mm -hmm. started telling me all this. And then he pointed to two roads and he said, please go this one or that one. And I said, which one mm -hmm. will get me to the Polish border? And he said, Polish border? He said, you're far from Polish border. And I said, where, wh what am I near? And then he said some town and I couldn't, he said, please go this way then. And he pointed me and I, uh, and I started driving, but I'll tell you, I was shaking mm -hmm. up. I was like, wow, mm -hmm. what a sight to wake mm -hmm. up. Uh, to yeah, self, self service, and then eventually I got back to Poland, and uh, you know that's mm -hmm. that's a whole other story. What what do you think about that? That's uh, creepy, right? Or or freaky? What an adventure! This is an adventure that you could you know you could write about, or you could make a movie about. I mean, this is um, like a once in a lifetime thing. This is what a, a real war correspondent, you know, would be going through. Um, uh, um, what? Um, I mean, have have you have you been able to get in touch with your family regularly when you you know those times when you didn't have cell service? I mean, were they are they were they worried? Were they you know do they understand? Were they okay? Have they controlled their anxiety? No, they're they're very concerned. But uh, yeah. I, I've been talking to Kristen, uh, my wife, on a regular basis. But one of the mm -hmm. things that uh, one of the things that's that's going on um, is when I get into Ukraine territory. For some reason, she says a Russian, uh, a Russian message comes on, and originally she was getting all freaked out because she couldn't get me for a while, and this Russian message is on, and she's thinking, "My God, don't tell me he's in Belarus or, or something," you know. Mm -hmm. And but um, I, I don't know if they've hacked the the system. They probably have, um, but you know, hacked the system where where they've completely messed up uh, the Ukraine's. Um, uh, you know, any kind of uh, satellites that are coming in or whatever, because I, I have a very difficult time uh, getting cell service. The reason I'm getting it right here, right in this moment, is because there's civilization around Poland, and, and they're probably, the Russians are probably trying to isolate this to the Ukraine, and, and they can't really do too much in this area. And by the way, there's nothing here advantageous mm -hmm. for the Russians to have. And I kind yeah. of feel, mm -hmm. oh, and I, I do want to mention about those, Ukraine soldiers, uh, they had guns, you know, automatic weapons, but they had no helmets. So I assume they're not expecting Russians anytime soon, or they would have been in battle gear, right? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess did. so. Wow, yeah. But so you were sleeping out in the in the woods because you you uh, you, you, you the reservation fell through, um, and uh, wow, you're very brave. I mean, what what have you been doing for food? For you know, for just you know, basic staples things like that well i've been sick as a dog for the last three days i've, I've had oh, like 100 oh. and 101 temperature but i take it down i didn't know that oh oh I'm sorry 
Yeah, well, it's not, not too bad. But the thing is, I, like, I'm reluctant to eat. I was reluctant to eat anything. But I stayed yeah. in a, I stayed in a decent hotel uh, one of the nights. And, um, and the next mm. day, they had these wrapped cheeses um, there. And what I did is I, I pocketed a whole bunch, you know. I pocketed a whole mm-hmm. bunch of these cheeses. And, uh, and I've had them as, like, little snacks. And I figured that's kind of a safe food. And it's uh, whatever, but I haven't, uh, you know, the food, the, the food to, isn't really to my liking and in this whole area. So, I, you know, I, I hate to say it, but, um, but I've, uh, it, it, it's, it's been fine. I'm not complaining. There's, there's people who just lost their homes and, and, yeah, and yeah. people are losing their lives as we speak. And I'm not going to complain yeah. about the food. Um, yeah, well, but you're right. right. I'm just... I'm sorry that you were sick. That that's I mean to, to be there in this, you know, in this in, in in the middle of all this, and then to fall ill, you know, that's I mean that's just uh, that's everything on top of, of of one thing. That's just a lot to deal with, and and you, you know, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it, this is definitely an adventure, no doubt. And you're and you're very brave to bring to be bringing us all this in real time. Well, the one thing is I, I haven't seen Russian troops and I haven't seen what you call action. I've seen a lot of military activity and I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of, um, I mean, you can tell there's a war going on, uh, that's for sure. But, it, mm-hmm. you know, I, I haven't gone to Kiev. I've, I've asked around yeah. about going to Kiev and um, mm-hmm. it doesn't sound feasible uh, for, yeah. uh, for me. Um, but, you know, I always say my, my wife and daughter are the worry warts when, when I go traveling, yeah. and I always say that I'm no, I'm not a cowboy. Don't worry, and they always roll their eyes when I say that because they they disagree. Mm-hmm. You know, they think that. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, or, or I understand. I can. I understand what they where they're coming from. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course. Now, um, I mean, I know there's there's a language barrier in some cases. Is there? You don't seem to run into many people who speak English, but. What is the sense you're getting from uh, the, the people that you have encountered uh, about uh, the, the trajectory of, of this conflict? Are they um, uh, do they think that there's an end in sight, or that things are going to get worse, or perhaps there will be a stalemate? Well, let me let me just say this, and I'm I've spoken to hundreds upon hundreds of. It's all I do is talk to people. And, yeah. uh, you know, and a lot of them are quick, you know, refugees. Hi, can you say something? Mm-hmm. You want to give a message back home on camera and all this, uh, that type of thing. But uh, mm-hmm. I, I had to sit down and, and I got to mm-hmm. keep his name. I'll tell you privately, but uh, uh, off, uh, it, it, not off the record. He gave it to me on background, but he was mm-hmm. a, a kind of a higher ranking military member of the ground forces of Romania. Right. But very intelligent mm-hmm. guy. And I sat down a, for a solo. English speaker, I, I guess an English speaker, yeah, because not everybody can. There are some. I've noticed on television they were able to find people to interview um, uh, who are fairly adept at, at English. Um, but, um, you know, you, I guess not everybody is. Maybe they do, speak, they do teach English as a second language over there. Yeah. Well, let me, let me tell you what this guy said, and it's part of a theme. There's several themes, huh. and this mm-hmm. is one of them. The... <laughs> General consensus is that that Putin will never stop. All of these peace talks yeah. are silly, and yeah. that there's no chance that Putin will stop. And and one of the one of the lines you keep hearing, and I've got to believe it came from, 
it came from, and maybe I said it to you the last time we spoke. Where, by the way, before I continue, where was the last time we spoke? Was I in Romania? No. The, the last time we spoke was before you were ready to oh, we fly did an over earlier there. Show yes, what we, we did. did. Yes, we did. We, we taped before because you had to fly out on a Thursday, I believe. Yes. Okay. So on Friday, I landed in Romania. And mm-hmm. um, I, I landed, I, I think, in, in Italy first, and then Vienna, and then Romania. Yeah, I've been in six countries so far, um, wow. s- seven countries, if you count the United States, uh, in, the, mm-hmm. in the last week. And mm-hmm. so uh, this, uh, a Romanian military man, uh, it, it kind of su- he summed it up, and this is part of a heavy theme that's, uh, that's there. When I say a theme, at least 30, I, I would say at least 30, maybe 40 people have said similar things to all of this, mm-hmm. but he said it best. He said, Putin's never going to stop. And I said, what, what's the end game? And he looked at me almost like I was crazy. And he said, mm-hmm. and I hate to say this because it's so depressing, but this is the general mm-hmm. feeling uh, yeah. among what's yeah. going on here. Uh, yeah. is he, he looked at me like I'm crazy and he said, what end game? He said, "You you mean a a, a good end game or a, a, a happy end game?" I, I said, uh, "As well, end game. What's the end game?" He said, "The end game." He said, "He, he said when NATO and they call it NATO, you know, they all pronounce mm-hmm. it NATO. Uh, when when NATO gets involved in no fly zone, he said, and they shoot, they shoot down the first Russian plane. He said, how is it not World War Three? He said, NATO yeah. is the world." Right, NATO is the world, uh, yeah. and uh, and they're shooting down Russia. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the Axis powers, uh, the allies are NATO. How is it not World War Three? He said. And then mm-hmm. and then what happens from there? He said, my friend. He said, you know. He said, you're an intelligent man. How does this end? It ends in only one way. It ends with the death of Vladimir Putin, and. It ends with somebody being close to him, somebody close to him, a friend, an ally, uh, a confidant that uh, that doesn't want the end of the world. And he yeah. uh, he kills Putin. He, oh, he said he poisons Putin or he he shoots Putin. He said that's that's the only end game. Other than that, he said this is all silly. The the, the talks. He said that's that's just uh, Putin being silly, uh, being playing games like playing, toying, and uh, and then he went on and on and on. But uh, that's a theme where the only way this ends is this nightmare ends. Uh, another guy I got him on tape somewhere saying uh, the nightmare ends only with the death of Putin. So. Um, I don't know. I mean, are you hearing that there, or is that just the graveness here? Or, well, it's it's intriguing. Um, but um, this is what this is this is where my my mind is going, and my mind is running with it. And I think a lot of people's minds are running with it. Uh, and I've I've had many restless nights, and maybe because I write, and I'm, you know, and I can, you know, I can write plots in my mind, but I hope they don't. They never come true. Um, that there'll be a, a, some a, a nuclear option. And uh, as, as, you, as you, you may recall, before you flew away um, last week, uh, reporters were asking President Biden, uh, do you think there's a, there'll be a nuclear war? Do we have to worry about a nuclear war because you know, Putin is pulling all the steps? You know, he's got his defenses up, his nuclear defenses, and Biden was shaking his head saying, no, you have nothing to worry about, which, you know, who knows? I know what the, the administration is tra- trying to tread a very fine line by not making that happen, by preventing that from happening. That's why they, re- they are they're politely um, declining uh, in a no-fly zone. They, they don't want to aid in that 
because they, they feel that that's, this could spark something even bigger and uh, far more um, something we can't come back from, which is nuclear conflict. I mean, as I said before, Putin has tactical nuclear weapons, which we don't have. I think Obama got rid of them. And if this becomes, again, a shooting war, you, you know, U.S. planes going, you know, on behalf of, of Ukraine and against Russian planes, yes, this is World War III. This is what some of us were thinking, and maybe we were letting our minds wander too far. That's, and I was, you know, I was getting so depressed, and you know what? COVID doesn't matter anymore. It's over. You know, COVID just fell off the front page of the paper. Nobody's really talking about COVID that much anymore, and I think we don't have to worry about it. And, and these other things don't matter. You know, there's a bigger picture out there. But um, actually, this is what you're saying is in very, it, 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 in some ways, I think this is it's a more a common sensical approach. Yeah, that somebody in the inner circle, maybe the generals, you know, maybe they would realize, you know, this guy is, you know, he's got nothing to lose. He's, he's going to be 70 years old. There were rumors of his being ill, and I don't mean just mentally ill, physically ill, and perhaps this is his, you know, last stand. This is my Custer's last stand. So he'll do anything. He'll throw the kitchen sink at everybody. And maybe someone would take him out, because I think the generals, his top generals, you know, when they heard that, when I was watching the footage, they didn't look too thrilled about what he was saying, what he was announcing about um, uh, putting the new, his nuclear forces on alert. I think they're, they, they're not crazy. They're not, you know, they, they know war. They know what, what they're dealing with. And I don't think, uh, I think you, you're right. I don't think they w would want to let that happen. And maybe they would try to instigate a coup or maybe somebody closer to him. I mean, the, the oligarchs. You know, he's, they don't like what he's doing either. Now, I don't know if they could be instrumental in, in facilitating something like that, but somebody could. Yeah, and, and it's 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 a dire situation. I'll tell you what, if I... Yeah. Well, i got to watch on the phone here. Uh, I, I was talking about going to Belarus, which everyone's mm -hmm. like, no, are you crazy? You know, Belarus are pro-Putin, and they're pro-Russian. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I, I figured I'd go and I'd see see it from the Russian side. And uh, every uh, people have now convinced me not to go. People here that I'm talking to, and I've mm -hmm. been talking to a lot of soldiers on on you know the the four from the four countries. You know, Ukrainian uh, soldiers, um, um, the um, Moldovian soldiers, a few of them, a few of them, lots of Polish soldiers, and uh, and the Romanian soldiers. Um, and I'm talking to them, and, and the ones that I'm talking to now, basically Ukrainian and, and Polish, and they said, uh, they said to, under no circumstances, go to Belarus. He said, what have you been saying on, uh, what have you been saying on radio? And I was on Hannity the other day. I don't know if you, if you knew that. I was no, on, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. When was this? It was, uh, I, 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 I'm not sure what day it was, but uh, I was supposed to do the TV show, and he didn't. Yeah. Uh, he rescheduled me, which I was thrilled because it yeah. was going to be three in the morning where I was. Uh -huh. And yeah. um, and and the thing is, like Hannity, and I'm saying this with the greatest respect, right, for, for those listening mm -hmm. who love Hannity and whatever. I, I I'm not a great fit for him because he's really mm -hmm. looking for red meat. He's like mm -hmm. he, he led the show with, um, you know, Biden caused this. Biden's causing World War Three. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, if Biden's right. called, if Trump was here, um, it, you know. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Putin be shaking in his boots. I, I think, and and again, I didn't say it to him. And and I know a lot of people mm -hmm. that listen to us are Trump fans. And I know Trump, and Melissa knows Trump, and probably you know voted for whatever, right? But so I, but here's the thing, uh, Hannity led with uh, by saying that uh, that Putin 
shakes in his boots when he uh, when he thinks about mm -hmm. Trump. And we saw mm -hmm. that summit. It didn't look like Putin was shaking in his boots with, with mm -hmm. Donald Trump. In fact, that was maybe Donald Trump's worst moment as president was coming out of that mm -hmm. that summit. Uh, am I right? Yeah. I didn't. I don't know. It's hard to say, but I, 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 I sure. You know, I, I'm, I'm very certain that 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 Putin is, is laughing at, at, at President Biden no and thinking, no, you no know, doubt. that he's this is this guy's a pushover and he's, you know, he's two steps away from, you know, the, the <laughs> from his grave. <laughs> right. Yeah, but uh, I think, uh, I, I think the the lead into that. Um, you know, kind of threw me. And the thing is, like, I, I don't want to be giving red meat. I don't want to do that, especially when I'm mm -hmm. when I'm here. Um, or, you know, Kamala Harris was in Warsaw uh, yeah. the, the other okay. day, uh, and I wasn't that far from Warsaw. And, and somebody mm -hmm. said, you think you can get uh, get around her? And I um, mm -hmm. and I thought about it for a second. And I said, I, I, I said that that would be somewhere else right now. I got to. Um, um, I, you know, I, I've got an agenda here and I, you know, that I, I can't get distracted. Um, and, and again, I got the greatest respect for Hannity, but he's got a whole different thing going that, that yeah, I have yeah, going. Yeah. He's got an agenda. He's a, he's a, he's the high priest for, for Donald Trump. No doubt. If I may say so. But what, what, what day were you on? You were, was it, um, you were filmed outside, no, no, radio you know, show. some I was on his radio show. show. Okay. What day was this? Um, I, I, I want to say it was Wednesday. Oh, okay. You're probably in his archives. I can probably listen to it. And if anyone else, you know, missed it, I'm sure it's on the Hannity archives they, on his website. They could, but the, you know, the one the one thing I'll give everyone a caveat: it wasn't a great performance by me. I was sick oh. as a dog. I was yeah, exhausted, but, and I, I think yeah, I started but, off by contradicting him because he he said, right. it, and I didn't mean yeah. to. I would never contradict yeah. my host, right? Um, but mm -hmm. I I think what he said. I didn't listen back to it, but my wife said. That he was saying that the um, uh, that there's very few um, casualties, uh, very few um, um, civilian casualties, and uh, and I started out by telling him what I knew about the civilian casualties, and that everyone's telling me that there's many more and maybe ten times more. So which is I, like I did. I obviously I didn't know he said that. I just would have ducked the question. <laughs> but again, I have the greatest respect for Sean Hannity. I appreciate him, appreciate appreciate him having me on. Um, but mm -hmm. it was for what I'm doing here. It's not a great fit. Mm -hmm. He's kind of doing red meat, All right. and, and he's got yeah, but yeah, yeah. But I think to be on to be on Hannity, any Hannity um, venue, I think is is is, is notable. Great, and I, I it's think a great that's honor, good. No question. It is. Yeah. It is, and he needs it. He needs an, an opposing viewpoint. You know, I think that's very helpful. And we everybody knows that he's the high priest of the you know of Trump world. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and again, yeah, he is. There's no question about it. He's uh, he's he's pumped up on Trump. And, and listen, that's to me, all the politics, uh, it, it goes out the window right now. I'm I'm taking this very seriously and it's got mm -hmm. nothing to do with Biden. It's got nothing to do with Trump. In fact, I, I'm not hearing the United States much here. People don't say no. the United States the mm -hmm. way we would think mm -hmm. they say it. And maybe that's because mm -hmm. we've been brought down a couple of uh, rungs on the ladder and, and you could, mm -hmm. you know, take some swipes at Biden and say, well, you know, they're not taking them seriously. But what mm -hmm. they say is NATO, NATO, right? So, NATO, uh, yeah. That it's when they talk about what what's Big Brother, what's going to protect them, 
uh, it's it's NATO. And one of the things mm-hmm. that comes in, and by the way, I, I haven't done this, but we got to remind everybody, you're listening to the Melissa I Tell Joran show. I am um, live from from the Ukraine, the border of the Ukraine and and uh, Pol- uh, and Poland. And um, wow. Uh, you know, how weird does that sound, Melissa? Two weeks ago, if I said uh, we'll be doing a show from the Ukraine, you would have said, what? <laughs> wow, really? What's there? What's going on? What, why there? <laughs> I know, right? But, wow, you're in the thick of everything. That's that's marvelous. But but how do people um, – What what you're saying they say NATO a lot, NATO. They, that's their yeah. pronunciation. When when you bring up President Biden if, um, or when President Biden's name comes up, what is their reaction? I, you know, I – the name hardly comes up, but I, I did bring mm-hmm. him up to some military people, and, and they indicate mm-hmm. that he's he's perceived as being somewhat weak, mm-hmm. you know, but they don't mm-hmm. go overboard, and I don't know whether yeah. they don't go overboard because they don't want to offend me. I wouldn't be offended. I, right. I want to hear what they honestly say. Right, um, right. But I'm an American, and uh, and I guess maybe mm-hmm. it would be rude to, right. to rip out president or whatever. I, I praise, mm-hmm. uh, whenever I talk to anyone around here, Zelensky. Um, and I, you know, he deserves praise. I mean, he's uh, he's hanging in there. He could have bailed like some of the other folks. Mm-hmm. What, what about what when you, if anyone mentions Kamala Harris's name? What is their reaction? I, I haven't to heard that? that name once, other than on the TV where they were saying that she was going to be yeah. in, in uh, Poland and uh, yeah. Warsaw, rather. And that's mm-hmm. the only time. But I haven't heard anybody say anything about it. Uh, we're an afterthought in this whole thing. I mean, it's at one time we would have been the big, the big dog. Uh, you know, when when Bush, either the Bushes were presidents or Clinton, uh, just simply because he was coming uh, in after the Gulf War, Clinton. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you know, I think, I think in recent years uh, we've been taking down a, a notch uh, militarily. Yeah, we sure have. Um, and, and I don't even I, I don't know what Kamala Harris can possibly add to the equation, given her her lack of um, foreign policy experience and, and her apparent uh, you know cackling during a, 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 a joint appearance with the Polish president. She looked really helpless, looking at him and did laughing. Did she do about, that? Did, did she? Yes, yeah, she did. She was looking at him and laughing. You know her usual. Her signature, her signature cackle, oh and God. I don't know what the Polish president was thinking, but it, looked, it appeared as though she was looking for him to, to finish her sentence. And of course, she took a shellacking in the, uh, you know, in, uh, in the um, online um, media venues. Um, <laughs> but you, you know, what? I was, yeah, yeah. But you would be amazed. Um, I, I listened to the. Now I'm listening to the press conference. And yes, I will acknowledge that Jen Saki with that weird name. It's your mind. I still can't get the image of a Japanese drink, <laughs> Japanese beer out of my mind every time I hear this. You know, it's it just doesn't, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't sit well with me. But, and she may be very well, you know, very competent, well rehearsed and trained in the PR, you know, BS tactics of the, of, of, of the party and how to answer questions. But, you know, and, 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 and you, you know, you should see how people were just, you know, they were just taking her to task online and in and, and, and the comments section. 
Um, I mean, they 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 wish they had. I don't know. I've, I'm starting to see this. It's becoming a trend now. We know we should have had Trump. He was screwed out of office. Bring our president back. You know, they're they're lying to us. They don't care about us. The oil prices. They're buying. They want to buy oil through Venezuela. They want to. They, you know, open up our, our open up our resources and let us get our own oil. He doesn't care about us and our prior. I mean, it's unbelievable. They they're, they're decimating the whole administration. Yeah. Well, you, you got to figure that's going to happen. I didn't even realize. Explain to me what happened. She started cackling, her her yes. signature cackle. Uh, yes, because someone asked president? her a question. Yes, yes. Someone asked her a question. I don't remember the, the question, but I think itself and the nature of the conflict and and she was kind of laughing and she was she wanted to she she simply simplistically explained what this whole thing is about. Like you, you know, as though she were talking to a bunch of, you know, what fifth graders or something. Oh, and then she, yes, and then she looked at the pro, the Polish president. She's, you know, cackling. <laughs> I can't do a very good imitation of her. And so she needs him to, you know, come jump in here, finish my, you know, you know, help me out here. <laughs> and this is supposed to be her way of, 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 you know, of, of earning her her foreign policy chops or whatever, so she can run, you know, in in twenty twenty four. Are the Democrats acknowledging that she has this problem with the cackling, with the, uh, with, with the no. laughter? <laughs> I don't think so. They wouldn't dare. No, they wouldn't personally. And I'm sure you know this is a, a, an open secret amongst them. But no, they wouldn't open. You know, they're not going to say, "Oh, she's got a laughter problem." They want her to, you know, get her experience. You know, get you know, uh, you know, walk the pavement a little bit. And that's why they sent her over there. I don't know why they sent her over there. She didn't bring home any earth-shattering news. On the only thing she did was that she re she um, reiterated the administration's, you know, uh, toe line. You know, that we're, you know, the, we're not going to. You know, we're not. We, we don't feel it's prudent to have it. No fly zone, but we support the. You know, we, we support the Ukrainian people and, um, and 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 our and, and our NATO allies, and we're more involved in NATO than ever before. You know, hint, hint. That's going back to Trump and his refusing to take part because he, he felt that the U.S. was towing the line uh, financially. Um, but no, I was not impressed with her performance uh, over there. Melissa, I tell Joran Show Frank McKay here. In the Ukraine, and uh, it's just uh, it, we're looking at a, a terrible situation here. Frank McKay here, yeah. uh, much more important. Melissa Itelljoran.com is where you go. Watch the documentaries. Melissa, the, the the general feeling over there on the war, and again, it's it's brand new. I di I didn't realize, and again, I just lost track of and and you know my my realization of how new the war is. Um, mm -hmm. kind of got caught up because I'm here pretty early. I'm pretty yeah. I'm here pretty mm -hmm. early in the uh, mm -hmm. in the process. What? Um, mm -hmm. How are people perceiving? Are they taking it seriously? Is it? Um, is it the new COVID? Is it? Uh, uh, I, I mean, to me, this is this is it. I mean, this is this is potentially World War Three. And and I'm not the prophet of doom. I'm not saying I'm not saying there's no way out. The the way out probably. Uh, many people say once again, uh, this nightmare ends with the death of Putin, and um, and I imagine other people are going to think that way as well. But what are what are people saying? What uh, what are people are, are people using World War Three as a as a possibility? Well, I think if we definitely, you know, um, decide to pursue this no-fly zone and provide, um, I mean, we were trying to provide weapons. 
I guess through a, 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 you know through the back channel, but not we, we don't want to be there. We do not want to have a no-fly zone, um, where uh, which which could in, uh, implicate a, a, a maybe a U.S. plane, NATO plane going against a Russian plane. Uh, but we, so we can't we can't meet all of of Zelensky's de- demands, his wishes. I mean, he's I don't know where he is. He's he's hiding out somewhere, and he's wearing the same green T-shirt, or maybe he has a dozen green T-shirts. I don't know. Um, but um, well, his people are really going through hell over there, as, as you well know. Um, people, the, the 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 mention of a nuclear of 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 a possible nuclear strike. By Putin is not far-fetched. I think he, the most he might do is use a tactical nuclear weapon, which we don't have because Obama got rid of our supply, our, our inventory, um, and, and use it on the battlefield to, to wipe out, to I guess, um, soldiers on the ground, uh, or maybe nuke Ukraine. I don't know. I don't know what, what why nuking Ukraine would, would 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 make sense anyway. I mean, none of this makes sense. Um, the, the big question is: Is he going to try once he, you know, because he knows that, you know, we're, we're let's face it, we don't want to, we don't, we have, we don't want to encourage him to use nuclear weapons. He's got what is it, nine thousand, ten thousand? I don't know. I, I don't remember the exact number. And and despite the the the, the tatters of the Russian economy, he still has a with him. You know, he he could very well do it. Although I don't know. Some people say he's no, he's just, you know, he's threatened. But with the enormity of the sanctions and his being backed, you know, in, into a corner and not wanting to, you know, he's not going to want to lose face. I mean, his reputation is what Saddam Hussein's reputation was, you know, during the Iraq, you know, the, the, the Kuwait, the Iraqi-Kuwait war. Um, he's not going to want to lose face. So he might do something like that. I don't know. But definitely if we cross that line, he might. People are kind of worried about that. Some people aren't. They say, no, it's not, it's not what's really going to happen. The, the possibility is he's going to decimate Ukraine and then install a puppet government. And probably, you know, God knows what he'll do with Zelensky. And uh, will he want to go beyond that? That's the other big question. Will he want to now start up with the, you know, with the NATO allies along that, 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 that border? Is he going to try to go into Poland? I mean, that would be, forget it. That would be, you know. That sounds like the ultimate nightmare. Yeah. Well, again, I I started out earlier saying uh, uh, all eyes on Odessa. That's another one of the themes, Mm -hmm. all eyes on Odessa. Mm -hmm. Uh, They feel that if Odessa, which is a city in the Ukraine, if it falls and it falls quickly, people are talking like a a week and a half, that he's going into Moldova. Some people call it Mm -hmm. Moldova. Um, here, mm-hmm. but um, that he would go into Moldova and that's it. And then he just continues to go. Well, Moldova um, borders on Romania, and then and then NATO obviously is going to have to do uh, to do something. So, Melissa, it's it, it's grave. Um, and, yeah. and look, I, I think I'm about to lose reception. So before we do, oh, let me remind yeah. people once again, Melissa, I tell uh, we appreciate you listening each and every week. This is a, a little a little different spin on it. Um, we are we are talking uh, from the Ukraine. How about that? And uh, yeah. I am. And and you're there. Yeah, We're, I'm, I'm, I'm here in the states. Okay. I am in the states. I, I uh, thank and thank God you're you know you're okay. And and we you don't know when you're coming back to uh, New York. I, I have a, a one way ticket only. I, I you know I got to figure it out. I think if, mm-hmm. if I if I have a good day getting some, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm filming refugees, but I have all short 
um, mm -hmm. interview types. I got all like mm -hmm. one little liners and I got a couple long things, but um, if I get some uh, decent length uh, interviews today and tomorrow, maybe I can have an exit plan, but I'm not going to Belarus. Everybody's telling me not to, yeah. to be trouble. Mm. That's, I, I think that's, that's a wise, um, that's wise advice. Yeah. Very good advice. But, um, yeah, I mean, but you're doing us a great service and, 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 uh, you know, you've really, uh, you know, earned a spot on the, on the, on the hero's placard of, of, uh, you know, journalistic, um, endeavors. And, uh, did ha you haven't seen Anderson Cooper, have you? No, he's, he's probably in Kiev, right? He might be, yeah, yeah. I wonder where he's staying. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder what's, yeah, where he is. That's uh, that's a great yeah. point. Maybe I'll try to find out before uh, before um, I leave here. But uh, Melissa, thank yeah. you very much. Uh, thank you, Frank. Thank you so much for bringing you know you know bringing us to the giving us a, your your thoughts and reporting and, and sharing that with us and and uh, you know we're, you know we're here and and we're you know we're always thinking of you and and uh, just be safe and um, you know we'll hopefully we'll hear better news. Um, I don't know, but they'll hear some. Maybe there'll be a, a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, uh, I I hope. And on the ultimate and, and optimism, but um, again, this is a, uh, this is a very complicated situation. And um, thank God we have. Oh no, Biden's there. Uh, I, I I don't know who I'd want. Maybe George Herbert Walker Bush. You know, out of everybody, maybe maybe yeah. he would have been my choice for this because he's been through a yeah. war. You know, of course mm -hmm. he's, he's passed. But um, well, you know, we'll see how it all goes. I. Uh, you know, again, we're, we've never been vo so vulnerable uh, as a world uh, than, than we are now, and certainly not since 80 years uh, ago. And, Melissa, thank you very much. Thank you, Frank, and thanks to everyone for listening weekly. Yeah, each and every week, and we know you have a lot of options. Please continue to listen on whatever the outlet uh, you choose. 124 different outlets and more to come. You'll be able to see the documentaries, the two documentaries on Melissa on TV very shortly. Frank McKay signing off. We'll see you all next time on the Melissa Itell Juran Show. You've been listening to Melissa Itell Duran and co-host Frank McKay on Breaking It Down Radio.